What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan Morning. You can check me out all over social platforms. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to collect wrestling cards. There's so many ways to go about doing it, and I'm here to help guide you down the aisle to the ring, so to speak, to get started. So how do you get started collecting wrestling cards anyway? What do you buy? Do you just go to Walmart or Target and get packs? Do you get the cards graded? Do you buy them on eBay? I really think the first question you need to ask yourself when getting into wrestling cards is, why am I doing this? If you're listening to the show, and if you're even remotely interested in wrestling cards, I'm assuming that you're a wrestling fan. So what got you into wrestling? Did you grow up watching it as a kid? Are you a fan of the modern product, possibly? Is there a particular wrestler or an organization that's nostalgic for you? Those are all important questions that you need to sit down and ask yourself before you go down the rabbit hole that is wrestling cards. So let me give you some examples of where I would recommend starting. Before we get into that, just a reminder to subscribe if you haven't already, and make sure to share on all social platforms, as that's the best way to get the show out to as many fans of wrestling and trading cards as possible. Also, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel of the same name, Wrestling With Cards. This podcast is somewhat of an audio companion to those videos, so if you dig those videos, subscribe there as well. Also, make sure to check out my Patreon page for extra bonus content that you won't get on this regular feed, as well as interactive ways that you can help steer the content of the show. All of those links are in the description. So where would I start if I was getting into wrestling cards? Personally, I would start with nostalgia. I mean, that's what the favorite thing about wrestling is, right? Nostalgia takes you back to growing up watching. Who did you grow up with? Hulk Hogan? Sting? John Cena? Well, who do you remember the most? Were you an 80s kid then? I'm assuming you're Hulkamania. Maybe you're an 80s kid and you're more of an NWA fan. Maybe the 1988 Wonderama cards are a good place for you to set. There's some Ric Flair's, there's Luger's, Sting. Maybe you were a fan of the new generation of the WWF. How about looking at some of the cards of Bret Hart or Diesel then? Maybe you just love the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars and all that crazy stuff that happened. Change wrestling history. Therefore, the 1998 WWF comic images or possibly the 1998 WCW tops cards is the way to go. Then you can even break it down further from there into even more categories. Let's say you're a collector and you just love all wrestling, all promotions. Then you could get into set collecting, buying singles and buying lots, trying to complete several sets that would appeal to you. That way you would have a goal to say, get one card for every wrestler that was ever put into a set. Then you could always reflect back on that set and remember those exact times and moments in history and the memories that were created for you through that wrestler, those wrestlers, that wrestling set of that period. If you were a diehard fan of the WWF or just WCW, or maybe you're a major fan of like a modern indie promotion, then you could just focus on cards from that specific company. Complete sets from those companies, look at for rare promo cards from those companies that have been put out, and maybe other kind of ancillary cards of talent that's featured in that company because you're just such a huge fan of the company. 
maybe put together an in-person autograph set if you attend a lot of the wrestling events from that specific promotion. Maybe take some cards with you, try to get the guys to sign them as you can. You know, just an idea. And now a quick word from our sponsors. And let's get back into the show. One of my favorite ways to collect, and it's what I often refer to in the sports card world as player collecting. In this case, I guess you would just say wrestler collecting, actually. I don't know. Anyway, what I mean by that is you latch on to a certain wrestler for whatever reason. Uh, you know, I mentioned several reasons earlier. Sure, several of us grew up being Hulkamaniacs, bleeding the yellow and red, saying our prayers, taking our vitamins. So by default, maybe we become Hulk Hogan collectors, trying to get every one of the Hulk Hogan cards we can find that's produced. Maybe we just want to hoard all the Hulk Hogan cards, as many as possible, whether it's duplicates or not. We just want all the Hulk Hogan cards. Let's try to get a million, you know. You could take that approach and apply that to any wrestler, tag team, or faction. I personally love collecting this way because it's a fun goal to chase, but you're also kind of narrowing your targets at the same time of what you're looking for. And I just also love the way they display in binders or if you have showcases and you end up putting them together, especially if you have like a rainbow with all the parallels or different variants. They just look so great there. Autographs are another popular way to collect, trying to get one autograph from every wrestler, maybe completing sets that contain all autographs. Uh, maybe you're just on a mission to get as many TTM or through the mail, if you're not familiar with that, autographs as possible from all the wrestlers that are currently signing that way. Another way you can collect is trying to collect the goats, the greatest of all time. Maybe you just want one iconic card that that specific top legend and names in wrestling are known for. So you want a Flair and a Hogan? Well, 82 All-Stars. Maybe you want a Brock Lesnar? Well, the 2002 Flair Royal Rumble is probably a good place to start there. Maybe you want an 87 Bret Hart, 97 Cardinal Rocky Maivia. You get the picture. I think this is another great way to collect as you're kind of building your own mini hall of fame of wrestling cards, so to speak. And that helps you kind of not get as overwhelmed and not have such a wide view of cards because you're just focusing on the key iconic card of that specific person that you're looking for. And lastly, maybe you're just strictly an investor and there's really nothing wrong with that. You see all the money that's coming in that could be made on cards and more specifically certain cards. And you just want to put your money into the best of the best and get as many copies as you possibly can. Now, many would argue that this isn't collecting, but for me, it's hard to say a person isn't a collector if they've gone out of their way and gone to the trouble of acquiring 100 plus graded copies of a 1998 rock comic images card, just as an example. You could put any kind of card in there you wanted, but that's what I'm talking about, having multiple copies, highest grade possible of a specific card they believe in. Now, they may be doing this with ulterior motives, but hey, you know what? A collection is a collection. So as you can see, there are many different ways to collect wrestling cards. Regardless what anyone in the hobby says, there is no right or wrong way to do it. It just depends what you like and what you're setting out to accomplish. And remember, ultimately, it's your collection not anyone else's. Do what makes you happy. I hope I was able to bring some value and some information to you today. Thanks for listening. If you like this show, 
please leave me a review on whatever popular podcast platform you're checking this out on. Make sure to spread it all over social platforms to reach as many people as possible. We want to build the community and build the listenership. As always, I appreciate your time. And remember, keep buying and collecting wrestling cards. I'll catch you on the next episode.